you. The kid just went to sleep. So I must whisper. At least during the intro. This is off of Stigmata. Call another just. The song is called Intro All of Nothing. Still available from Revelation Records. I'm in the beach, California, where they shoot you to death in a nightclub, hit your car with a hammer, and run your mayor pro tem out of town on a rail. Listen, listen well. You've been gone a long time, DH. Good look at your face. So being payback and for always nothing. All right, my <laughs> oh my friends, my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a sea captain and an Oxbow music video next week, filming on the beat Moss Beach. Uh, me and my my duster, my rain boots, and a pitchfork. Hey, we're going to need a bigger vote, meaty. Yeah, I need to say that this is not the first time I've played a ship's captain. The last time was in a film directed by the Emmy-winning monster on Stranger Things. His first name is Mark. I don't know that he wants his last name on the show. The Emmy-winning monster on Stranger Things directed a movie. The sole reason I was cast, because they found it had an original... Ken Donna Shalala be on my own show. They had an original harpoon gun, like for an 1890s harpoon gun, and they couldn't find any actors that could carry it and act. So they got me to do it because I was strong enough to carry this harpoon gun and act. So I came out with a fuzzy vest, leather pants with uh, 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 suspenders, and there's a, there's something on you. I think I have it up on the uh, your Facebook where I'm I'm turning and I got this harpoon gun, heavy as fuck like easily 270 pounds to manage to carry it without dropping it 
and you know emoting in some way so i was not only a ship's captain but i was also an intergalactic male prostitute <laughs> so this is what the guy who played the monster in stranger things was up to before <laughs> before stranger things so uh, uh, this is the second time I played a ship's captain, hence the beard. But uh, all right, all right. Uh, as you well know, this now show is commercial free. So we'll just launch right into it. First of all, I can talk about some things that I couldn't talk about before. I will not mention this again. <laughs> I will not mention this again. I, 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 Enterprise, I think based on the way they had me dressed, I would say catching. <laughs> Because I had an outfit change, so the out with the gun, it was all like machoed out, and then as a prostitute, they had me in chiffons. So you be the judge. Anyway, let's get to the thing I've been muttering darkly about. I'm not going to mention it in any other forum because it's a, it's quicksilver. It's a changing situation. Actually, I'm not going to mention it at the top of the hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, casual passersby who, who I'm gonna drop it in the middle. So if my enemies are listening, they're going to have to suffer through the first part of the show. I'll have a commercial break during which there'll be no commercials in the center where I talk about all the stuff I've been darkly muttering about. It'll lead up to it perfectly. Don't worry. I planned this. So uh, um, <laughs> I, I, I was typecast. So, so um, today is the day that we wake up. And I wake up to Mr. Iz's uh, 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 tweets, uh, get up the same way every day, 6 o'clock a.m., wander in, take a crap, pick up the phone, look to see what's been tweeted at me, and I see that MMA has died. Okay. Okay. I thought, I posited, remember, if you remember last week on, on Care Don't Care, if you happen to watch that show, I made a reference to it on last week's show, that I had an overridingly positive attitude about last night's fights. Whereas John had two cares and Steph had three cares, I had an unheard of seven, uh, seven cares on last night's card. I had seven cares on last night's card because I, uh, in, a, in a William B. Yates way, I figured the guyer was turning. The guyer was turning, and that uh, with uh, in the middle of Slapgate, that there would have to be a couple of high-profile moves made to distract and deflect. I repeated that again on the show: distract and deflect. It's a reasonable calcula calculation to make, but we're not dealing with reasonable people. We are not. This is not the age of reasonable people. This is the age of make me. Nobody does anything unless it turns out that you weigh more than Russia. They will not. It is pretty clear all the right PRs that we watch if the shoes fit, all the right PRs were made by the bald one. No correct PR moves were made by ESPN or Endeavor unless you count cowering under your desk waiting for it to all blow over as a clever PR move. It is not. Brent Okamoto speaks up last night at the presser and gets shouted down. They should have thought about that the way uh, 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 Black folks in the South thought about who they were going to put forward for the test case about the buses down in Alabama. There was a woman before Rosa Parks 
but she was an unwed mother. So they made a determination that from a public relations sense, she didn't play well in the press or for the movement. They waited till they got Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was chosen. So here, here we go. Here we go. Um, any of us, and I know some of you have emailed me. Nobody who listens to this show, I'm sure, but some people who stumbled, stumbled in by way of Instagram, got on a little email, uh, you know, e-tiffs with me about this. Oh, come on, Eugene. You're a bro. You know it. No, 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 no. I don't know shit. Except for the fact that if I make a public news site called T... Look, you know how I know? You know how I know? Mary Spacuza wrote an article about me for the SF Weekly, I believe. Mary Spacuza is a great writer. Not That's not the problem. But it's rare that the writer chooses the headline. This was supposed to be for a cover story, and it was a cover story in the SF Weekly. SF Weekly, uh, a weekly arts uh, journal in San Francisco uh, that it had featured dog walkers on its cover, apparently had an editor-in-chief who had a beef with me. The great photographer Paul Trapani took several dozens of photos of me, and he said, hey, we want to try one new thing with you behind a sheet of plexiglass. I go, you mean that smoke glass that they have in doctor's offices? They go, yeah. I go, that's the shitty, that's not going to do it. Please just let me try one experiment. I don't want to use, I don't, I don't want you guys to even have that as a cover. I'll just take one just for shits and giggles. Yeah, you see it. That's the one that made the cover. Why? Because of the hater executive editor who tried to shit can the piece from the beginning. And eventually everybody on the staff said, his record is nominated for a Grammy. His record and his producer are nominated for a Grammy. He just appeared in a TV commercial with, that directed by Gus Van Sant. He's got a, a, a book out on an, interna an international publisher. He's, a, I mean, just went down the list. You had dog walkers in the cover. Why not this guy? So he had to begrudgingly set it up. And you know how he set it up? You know how he fucked it in the butt? Eugene Robson chokes out rowdy concert goers is the headline. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You Google it and it makes it infinitely difficult for me to get hired in the future. Because nobody, but nobody, wants a guy who randomly chokes people out in their workplace. Apparently, unless you're Dana White privilege. Then it's a different story. Now, some people say, if you're if you're if you're if your allyship at this point is a gen is a gender prerogative, then you're feeling sympathy for him as a man. You have to know that's a one-way street. Who can you ask? Ask some of the people who loaded onto him finally on the internet. Let's ask Ally Aquinta. It's punishment enough me having to live what I've done. Really? There are a bunch of guys like Max Cady sitting in jail going. Hey, now he's got a point. It's terrible that people know me to be a murderer. I'll have to bear that shame for the rest of my life. Now let me out. Barabbas style. Let me out. So Brett Okamoto speaks up last night. He gets he gets the virtual veritable uh, 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 bully. You got anything else to say? You say it. You say it. You say it. How, how should they punish me? 
and Brett is like stuttering and muttering at that point. I love Brett, but you, I could think I don't. I could be drunk and come up with some ways because I clearly know how they would force me to do it. They would force me if they wanted to keep me, and there's no question that they would not. They would force me to go into rehab. After rehab, they would force me to attend AA meetings, some version of community service. They would make me make a sizable donation to a women's crisis center. All of things are which good to or an educational thing. All things are good to do. They put me out for six months. And all of that, if you do that, which to me is bare minimum stuff, because you're on disability. So that means he's got a six-month vacation during which he still gets fucking paid. It's the golf, go to meetings, do whatever the fuck, you know. And he could even, we know the way this really works, scream at Hunter Hunter twice in Sean Shelby, also known as Keith, shouted him a couple times a day on the phone. Said, I'm not really involved in the business. He's just not doing the press conference. The disease is such, though, he doesn't, he's not complete unless he's standing at that mic. Not complete. Which is why this is ego fuel. This is not business. We're to Godfather Part Two land. This is not bit. This is not business. This is this is weirdly personal. He's not going to do it. Why should he? Allen Iverson comes in. Why should I? Why should I? Why? Why should? Why should I? Why should I? That's right. Why should you? Your boss is not holding you to account. They're hiding like little mice in their holes when they find out what the competition is real life. How dare they step? Who's going to take over? Whose purpose would that serve? The fuck are you talking about? Beat it. And I did say on last week's show, in my burst of positivity, in my irrational exuberance, what did I say? I said that, uh, 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 that, that in, in an effort to distract and deflect, they would make a high-profile move. Well, they did. They just made the wrong one. And I'm, you know what I'm talking about, the Cyril Gane thing. I love Cyril Gane. I should have seen the writing on the wall when they had multiple media accounts of his fantastically funny imitation of one of the Diaz brothers, uh, uh, Nick, uh, Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz. I, I like the guy. He's got, he's got some element of it, a French version of it. It's affable, easygoing, you know. Seems like a nice guy. You bring him home. Your mom says, ah, that's the guy. He's out in the basketball, playing with the kids and doing all. That guy. Nobody's saying that about Francis Agano. Yeah, maybe it's a form of colorism. I don't know. But there, he's scary. And, and I'm sorry if you've just gotten into this in the last five years, but you have to understand my extreme peak is based on the fact that from Fedor, Emilianko, and Randy Couture, which would have been, if imagine if you if you had some foresight, rear sight, afterthought, forethought, if you could say Rumble in the Jungle, Ali and George Foreman, one of the classic. I mean, people talk about like, like you know, we have these great milestones and great, you know, they, where were you? I watched that fight. Where were you? It was a significant cultural lodestone, and it happened, and I saw it. Would I? Did it transform my life in many ways? Yes, 
rope-a-doped and entered the parlance. This was a continuation for those who were deeper into the game of, of Ali and Liston, since Foreman was a, a longtime training partner, uh, sparring partner of Liston, and he had picked up a lot of his act from Liston. And now what are we left with? Fedor fritter, frittering, away, frittering away his later years in, in you know, substandard organizations. For what? You proved you're the big man and you did it again. And you did it again. Hats off to you. Because not only, listen, at some point, John Nash, I think it was, who suggested, why doesn't uh, um, uh, Johnny Boney Joni blow the whole clam bake? He had like one fight left on his contract. Blow the whole clam bake. Free agent. He and Nganu find some administrators, put it together, and book it themselves. Yeah, me too. Me too, BC. You named you named some of the others. These were major cultural, you know, the way some people feel about Star Wars or Star Trek or any of these things that common cultural experiences that we've all had. For what? For what? What have we got instead? What have we got instead? You tell me. We got that bald, stuttering, muttering prick who has moved his piece to cut off any possibility of an ex of a Jones exit. Jones was barreled. We said that stretched over a fucking barrel, and apparently it turns out that the the, the wife leaving or the the the, the living the living the baby mama that this was not performative that she is actually gone. Puts a man in his right mind when he's cutting checks once a month out of the house. Now he could, if they're in the house, he buys food. They eat the food. It doesn't feel weird. Now he's paying for a place for them to live, paying for their food, and God knows what she's doing. I'm not saying that for myself. I'm saying that how he's maybe thinking about it. If he's got some dream of getting her back or keeping the family whole or, or trying to just prevent, run a pick so that other men are not raising his kids. He was over a barrel. They give him an eight fight deal, bump him up a certain percentage point, and he's Jake. You got to understand that's what negotiation is about. It's a game of musical chairs. Somebody's going to get fucked. You just can't be the person that's going to be fucked. You should have got together with Ngano's people and had some sort of some sort of united front. Once they once it was indicated that that Johnny Boney Jr. was going to sign an eight fight deal, you got to know you got to know the options for Ngano were limited. Tough talk wasn't going to work. You're going to have to negotiate in good faith, by which I mean give a little. Don't know what they did. Don't know what the numbers were. And the reality of it is, look, he can go have his fight with Fury. If that's even still on the table, he can go have his fight with Fury. I would Fury, Emilianko. That's about it. That's about these are the only fights that that fundamentally change his life and make this all worth it. Because these are the only fights that he can have that if he loses them, he doesn't lose anything. He loses to Tyson Fury. He makes a load of jack and everybody goes, ah, well, you know, whatever. He's not a boxer. Fedor, maybe he loses a little bit. 
But Fedor is looking for his last fights in these days. So even if he, he wins, he sells off as gives the guy a huge chunk of change, sells off into the sunset, and he's still, Ngannou is still not dismasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that means he could come back. He could come back and listen, a guy with $70 million in the bank or $140 million in the bank, at that point, he can honestly say, yeah, you know, what do I, yeah, this is not money. I'm not here. It's not the money. It's not the issue. He loses the fury and he comes back. It's not like Johnny Bunny Jr. is going to knock him out. He comes back and signs a two or three fight deal and he's in. People come in, they go out. They come in, they go out. It happened for accused anal rapist, uh, a gay for pay uh, uh, person, uh, Connor McNuggets. And, uh, and uh, you know, he left, he came back, he came out, come back. It could happen. Okay, great. All right. So maybe I don't quit MMA right now. It could happen. Well, what is that based on? Let's based on what we have on the table. A Johnny Boney Joni loss to Cyril Gane fucks the whole deal up. Fucks the whole deal up. Stipe, somebody else they don't want to hear from, says, well, I'll take the winner of that fight. You'll take it if they give it. So far, nobody's given it. Okay, so now today, now today, they realize, okay, okay, now today they realize, Ngano's out, I got, so now Ngano, first call that they made last night should have been the Furies people, let's book it. Oscar De La Hoya, whoever's putting together that kind of action, let's book it. Book it for Madison Square Garden or the O Center in London. Make the deal. Pay-per-view. We're watching. Nobody's not paying for Nobody listening within the sound of my voice is not watching that. No, no, no. Mr. Is. Look, there. first of all, I can't. I can't jump ship now. I can't jump ship now because Feral Feral Press is expecting me to do some reasonable amounts of my own public relations for this memoir that comes out in August. So I'm fucking trapped. I'm trapped until August. I don't have to talk about MMA. And keep in mind, if that is my only option, then I'm dead. You know, and there are good portions of time when the show, I've never talked about MMA on the, the show after show. I didn't talk about MMA. So that's not that's not what I'm saying. But in terms of what we're talking about right now, the only MMA sh- I do, it's exclusively MMA, is a care, don't care preview. So th- that's the form that takes. Can't get, I can't quit it now. Can't quit it now because of all the dark mutterings I've been having before. Precursor uh, in literary terms called foreshadowing. I got laid off this past week. And then a couple of days later, I semi got unlaid off. I can't talk about it right now. I can't talk about it right now. And I don't know that I'll talk about it in the future. But when I start doing those dark mutterings, when I start doing those dark mutterings, do not make any mistakes. It's not paranoid lunacy. I texted the wife. She was like, what? They actually, 
I've been fucking telling you. <laughs> well, I just thought, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I've applied for unemployment insurance. I need it. I need it. Every nickel. Every nickel. Who's hiring a 60-year-old anything? Every every nickel. But we'll see how it plays out now that it's in the back to, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But what I'm saying is it ties in. I dropped it right where in the perfect place in the show where it should be. Then I got to stay on care. I don't care whether I like it or not until August. That's it. So I'm here. But I have to say, I have to say, Care don't care. Listen, we have the fight coming up next week, which is Teixeira and Hill. Hill, who who had the oh bro, brother, have you tried Medicare, Medicaid? <laughs> have you tried third third tier health care? Try it sometime. No fucking joke. You you look at the difference between Anthem. Anthem, uh, uh, Anthem, whatever it is, Anthem Blue Shield, PPO, and Medicare. Oh, Barcelona, hey, you're a sue, vecino, <laughs> mediamente. <laughs> we will be vecinos. I'll be in Spain before too long. I just got I, just two more years. I just need two. I just I need two more years of of active employment. <laughs> Just two more years. I got I got people who have real hospital needs, and I got surgery coming up on this on this Hagelin's deformity on my left ankle. So uh, you know, so right in the middle. I mean, I couldn't get an appointment for. I got the MRI set February second. I go in for the, the pre surgery appointment. I had surgery sometime in February. Then two weeks of, of repairing. Then the the, the Boonwell show in Victoriaville, Canada, May twentieth. And an Oxbow touring in, in August, September. But we're not here to talk about me. We're talking about Johnny Boney Joni, who has this a difference between uh, 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 surrendering and giving up. He has surrendered. Whatever. I guess, you know, you got to, you got to, you know, three strikes, you're out. You got it. You, you know, you, you look at the cards, you realize, ah, it's just whatever. And also remember, now that we're remembering Johnny Boney Joni, remember the coals he was dragged over for slapping up his baby's mama. I didn't see a lot of, well, maybe she hit him first too. And all of this, the whites, Dana and Ann talking about their kids. Kids. Yeah, I still, I still talk about my kids, too, but I only have one kid of my four kids who is a kid. A 26-year-old person is not a kid, though they are my kids. I got you. Like I said, his PR, impeccable. Stay ahead of it, but he showed his ass with the Okamoto thing last night. And the fact that, uh, um, yeah, so the fact that, The fact that that Brett couldn't come up with on the spot ways that he could make amends is mind blowing to me. And I don't want to get nuts. I don't want to get nuts. He says about to get nuts. But the fact that ESPN is in his signer on Twitter, maybe dude wants to keep his job. Gotcha. I understand that a hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
But didn't you see it was a one-two punch that we're talking about? It takes something to get taken out by one shot. I didn't, I'm, not, I'm not taken out by one shot. That's not what's happening. It was a one-two shot, by which I mean Strickland and Imamov. Now, I was arguing with guys at Jiu-Jitsu about it this morning. They go, well, I gave him one and three of one rounds, one and four and five. Uh, huh. Huh. Really? That's how that's what you had, huh? Sean Strickland didn't win that fight. But Sean Strickland wasted no time after the and keep in mind, I would feel very differently if I if I had turned away or turned the fight off. Imamov was my pick, doesn't matter. If I turned the fight off or turned away or somehow somehow my attention was and I hadn't heard the judges' scores, I would shrug my way into the rest of the evening. I hear those judges' scores and I don't see Doug Crosby anywhere in sight. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I see. This was just an effort to rehabilitate the slick-talking Sean Strickland, who everybody loves. So one of you sent me a text, a tweet last night. He's hilarious, and he is. He's got that element of truth-talking and Johnny-on-the-spottedness that we all love. That's what we got. We all love that stuff. All love it. And he's talking about he hates stare downs. A man stares at me. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill his whole fucking family. Tyson 101. We love that fucking salty talk. And the dude delivers. Where he doesn't deliver? In the cage. Will he fight somebody? Will he fight somebody uh, uh, who decides to kick him in the legs? Will he fight somebody? Will he, he'll fight another Pereira who says, this guy standing straight up, head back, no no lateral head movement coming straight at me, and he's not going to get knocked out? Guy's straight up and not protecting his body. I'm not going to work his body. When you give him anything but somebody who's brain boggled, he's not winning any more of these fights. Imamov is going to box him up and maybe scare him with, and then this guy is supposed to be this great ground guy. Stop it. Sean Strickland is a neo-West Sims. You can't get me to think any otherwise. And I like the guy. I like the guy. But giving him that kind of win, a unanimous decision to win over Imamov is straight up fucking bullshit. And now we see the ascendancy of the if, the influencer fighter. That combined, uh um, that combined... Uh, Fix my leg here. That combined with the Johnny Boney Joni, uh, well, this is not even the Johnny Boney Joni, the Francis Ngannou news is enough to really. Now I feel like I'm in Abu Ghraib. I'm stuck in MMA until August because I need the money. And uh, yeah, that's right. They pay me for the Care Don't Care show. Um, you know, I'm stuck. And I just got to make the best of it. I'm barreled. He's barreled. We're all ba- You guys are free to go. Send me cookies and honey buns. Put it on my commissary because I'm stuck here. I don't know what to tell you. And, you know, and then, and then, okay, then, you know, people said the cool main, Dan Ige. And Dan Ige wasn't my pick because I've been shaken by the bad run he's had. And I thought that I expected much more from, uh, from uh, DJ. DJ suddenly decides not to show up for whatever reason. 
I don't know why he didn't show up. I don't know what's going on in DJ's head. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> he did. Uh, there's something stinky about it. The guy is so great, so physically dominant. Steph says, well, it's because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. No, she says, because he's never had a strong chin in it. Nah, I'm getting a different feeling here. Look at, just look at the videos they show in the video package that lead up. Look at his musculature. I can't say this on the care, don't care, because it sounds too crazy. I know you expect the, nothing less from me. I'm just saying. Have you, the issue with performance enhancing drugs is never the time that you're on the drugs. Champions are made or broken for me in my mind, based on everything I know about it, in the time post-drug use. You listen to Cerrone talk about it recently. Now that he's out of the game and now that he's taking performance-enhancing drugs, he's like, my God, these are amazing drugs. That's right. They are. I have never, I'm glad I didn't discover how great they were when I was competing because I would have been tempted to cheat. That's right. You would have been. The big problem with those drugs, always, if I could put jet fuel in my car and drive it like a jet, I would. At some point, though, a car that's not meant to have jet fuel starts to exhibit breakdown. More importantly, this is, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not exacerbated. Uh, this increases when you stop using the jet fuel. Your muscle receptor sites try to max out anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks. Your cycle shouldn't be any longer than 8 to 12 weeks. I've heard. I'm not a medical authority. Don't take my advice on this. I heard. And at that point, you need to stop. You need to have tapered off and to stop using. Okay. So you taper off and you stop using. And every day that you train after that, you're woefully aware of the fact that it's not the same you. Well, you had that the, the bloodlust rising in your throat and the ability to, to smash an opponent on the mat. You just, eh. Where you could put away six, seven, eight, nine loads a night. I, I've heard... Now you're wanting to watch Netflix and then once every week. <laughs> it's ahead. And if you're single, forget it. Because now you you know how many guys I knew were coming to Gold's Gym on Friday night trying to get a pre-date something or other. You got any mean pills? You mean Anavar? No, man. I, I got a date. You really think you take a pill at 6 o'clock? By 10 o'clock tonight or 11 o'clock at night, when you're making your crucial move, it's going to kick in. Yeah, man, don't you say, uh, well, you know what would? HCG. Uh, if you look at the, 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 your body's response to human choranic gonadotropin, which is made from the urine of pregnant women and people inject it, yes, to bring your testes back after a long cycle, but at odd times too, because all of a sudden it brings your T levels up fast. You take some HCG, within three hours, you will actually exhibit a peak. And I mean, I've heard. For those on SoundCloud, I just rolled my eyes. So Cerrone is talking. Coming off, this is the miserable part. So I don't know, DJ, I don't know what I'm, where, you know, don't know. I'm not saying he is or isn't. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, diesel, that's true. None of us are diesel, especially not me. Or you know, or maybe not DJ either. What were some of the other fights on the on the card of note? Uh, uh, the uh, Roman Kapilov, yeah, guys, now a permanent care. I didn't wasn't sure going into it. Uh, Abdul won, finally uh, got back on the winning side. We were some some fantastic knockouts. With some of the uh, 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 Ige, and and then Ige, uh, yeah, sorry, Ige. Uh, and then he's like he's getting choked up when he's talking, and then he goes into our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, Savior Jesus Christ. It's like, oh man, now I gotta think about this. Now I gotta think about this. Uh, think about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Mister Rose. This is this is a mug's bet. Do not bet on this stuff anymore. It is fixed. It is sports entertainment. And did I tell you about this? Sorry to, to do this ADD hip or jib around thing. It turns out I have Hagelin's deformity on the left on the left Achilles tendon. That means there's bone growth there, and the bone is actually cutting into my Achilles tendon from the inside. So I it's only 50% attached now. So they have to go down and shave this thing down. They're going to scope it. That's the surgery, the two weeks out with the boot. Another guy who takes CrossFit with a guy I do jiu-jitsu with, he had it done. And he came in and kept training with the boot on. But he was training CrossFit with the boot on. This is different from jujitsu. The fools I train with, yes, they would begin heel hooking me instantaneously. Boot, fuck you, we don't care. So I might have to take the time off. I will still attend. The eyes of truth. Yeah, you're not. I can't let you. I can't let you get. I can't let you learn trig when I only know algebra. Nah, I gotta show up. I got all of the jujitsu knowledge has to go into my brain. In any case, Ige started doing all that God talk, and I was out. Whatever, God love you. Do whatever you want. Believe whatever you want to believe. I just don't want to hear. I mean, it doesn't bear any scrutiny here. I'm not saying I'm not an atheist, but. Uh, you think Jesus really cared about whether you beat DJ? I don't stop my thing. I don't want to rain on your parade. Enjoy your win. You got a family. Other other fights of note. Uh, Pennington. Apparently, according to the liar, to the liar, Steph, I picked Caitlin Vieira. I think that's a lie. I remember in my head picking Pennington. Because Pennington won. And I was happy that she won because I was thinking the whole time that I had picked her to win. Uh, uh, other fights on the card. Throw something at me if you watch, if you care. There was the other cat. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I had, I had, I had. Yeah, they were there. Yeah, it was a boring fight. Uh, yeah, Umar. And listen, I said something. Uh, I didn't want to go into crazy land too much, uh, but I think that I think the UFC is in the bag for these Dagestani fighters, and I start to think. I mean, I'm not saying these guys are not legitimately winning their fights, but I'm saying that they're getting consideration. Um, uh, <laughs> JB, that's funny. I, I say they're getting consideration in a different way because it doesn't seem to me like those guys give a shit about money. Which is music to the bald one's ears. They're, they're unlikely to have any social problems because they don't drink. They may not be taking any kind of drugs other than performance enhancing drugs. They don't socialize with women. 
Uh, they don't gamble. They don't have credit cards. They don't care about money. Uh, many of them have been fighting without money and will continue to fight. I don't imagine they're buying jacuzzis and race cars and the whole bit. I will try when the BPC 157, but right now the next thing up and I got the shoes that you guys recommended and so on. Next thing up is going to be the surgery and we'll go from there. So uh, the, the, these guys are probably a very easy negotiating thing, right? And and if they have, if they have any manager at all, uh, maybe they have a manager who's pretty crafty, but it doesn't seem like these guys are headaches. They come in, they do the job, they don't get in trouble, they probably don't demand a lot, um, and largely, generally, they seem to me. Look, I loved Oleg Taktarov. I I I love Oleg Taktarov because he was so different from everybody else. But at this point now, there's so many Dagestanis. I can look at them as a collective and go, man, these guys are pretty joyless. You know, I used to like that when it was only Oleg doing it, but a bunch of them and Thankfully, Umar last night was so shocked at at the you know at his at his knockout. I think that he actually emoted because it's it's it's. I mean, for cultural reasons, it seems like braggadociousness. You know, it was overly celebrating. It's out of the sight of God. It's not you know you you be you know poor humble teachers. What you want a poor righteous teacher, not humble. But humility seems to be a thing. You know, unless you're, you know, unless you're Khabib and you're beating somebody up in the audience, which is another thing. So I picked Umar to win, but I was kind of mad, but then he won in a way that he hasn't won and showed some emotion. I go, okay, maybe. And all these guys are, are violently conservative, you know, willingly hanging out with Kadriov. I was almost going to go over to Dagestan, uh, to Chechnya, sorry, because he was offering journalists. He's going to uh, pay you just to just to go over. The Chechnya. And I was like, what? I go over, they're gonna kill me. They're happy to have journalists. I can hold my shit together for three days. What was gonna happen to me? And then cooler heads prevailed. <laughs> yeah, you know, you look by which I mean you you stare into the abyss too long, the abyss stares into you. All right, I don't know. I have any business at all. It's not going to help, and it could hurt. So I don't have any business at all in Chechnya, right? Um, and the reality of it is, as Black Americans figured out after 9-11, you know, when those cats all moved to New York, all these guys, these Middle Eastern guys, Arab guys who are running the, you know, bought the bodegas from the Cuban and the guys, the Dominican Republic guys, we figured, well, they're, they're brown-skinned people with accents. They're just going to be the same. They weren't the same. <laughs> they didn't have any love or respect for black folks. Didn't see us as being as being common cousins at all. When they got those tapes from 9-11 and the, uh, the Saudi guys were talking about African-Americans, they referred to them as the slaves. <laughs> and that's when uh, Wu-Tang came out with a record and it displayed a little bit of chagrin at the, who the fuck knocked our buildings down? <laughs> and that there was no common cause. There's a temptation to see Palestinians as, as the Indians or the black folks of the Middle East. Uh, you got to know that Palestinians don't think that way unless you got a checkbook in your hand. I'm sorry to get political in a weird way, but I was there. I was there. I was treated worse in bodegas of Brooklyn in the, in the, in the late 70s, uh, early 80s by anybody who, who was Middle Eastern than I was by the uh, 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 Latinx folks who, who owned those bodegas prior to them being there. Uh, this is anecdotal. Sorry, it's just anecdotal. 
So that explains why I didn't know. But Umar, glad to see him win. Glad to see him move. Maybe he'll set a new pattern. Maybe a little personality is in for the game. I don't, I Khabib is off, you know. So, I mean, the only misstep that Khabib made is when they uh, were making fun of the homeless people on the streets and giving them money to do push-ups. That was really bad form. Not very cool. I fucked with a homeless guy once, and I was 15. I saw this guy bugging money, but it was at Carnegie Hall, and he's bumming money off of people. And I was like to my buddy, hey, hey look at this, look. And he's asking, he turns to me, he goes, can I, but, and as he's saying, could I trouble you? Could I borrow? I go, I go, hey, man, could I borrow a dollar? And the guy just looked at me, he's like, come on, come on. I'm trying to fucking make some money here. And I said, fucking my heart broke. It took me that long to tap out. I was like, I'm, ah, fuck, I'm sorry, man. Sorry. It's like, okay. It's like and that my view of homeless people were completely framed by that moment. It's like, you think I want to do this? You think out of the choices I had on my fucking menu, hanging out, asking assholes like you for money, that's that's the top of my menu. Anyway, anyway, I don't want to get deep into that. So what are the fights in the card? So you got Umar, and yeah, we did um um we did uh uh talk about uh uh Francis just a little bit. But when I say we, mostly I hijacked the show, went on a rage-filled tangent, and then they cut me off. <laughs> so, so, yes. I, I mean, this version of me now is I'm more measured. I've had a few hours. I had to write the Substack for the first time in a long time since the Aussie story. We have two weeks in a row of a Substack action on the same topic. The, 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 old, the, the bald one slap heard around the world. And strangely enough, uh, I think I got a lot. I got un, unsubscriptions today in the first half hour. Whatever. Go. Don't let the doorknob hit you. I fuck that guy. If anybody hits me, you're what? You're what? I'm enough of an egomaniac. To me, that's my, that's, that's just, what stop do I get off on this bus? Slap. That stop. There's my stop. You know, relationships are voluntary. The biggest mistake that people make is when they're in a relationship and they, you know what relationship is not voluntary? Siblings. Nothing I can do to change the nature of that relationship. It is cast in stone. We share genetic material. We share genetic material. Nothing will change it. I never have to speak to any of my siblings again. At this point, I have only one sister who I don't think talks to me. I say don't think because when I'm there in the DC area, she shows up to say hello, but there's no there's no phone calling and emailing communication. Eh, hey, you know, what can you do? I believe it's because she finds it it would be disloyal to my father. Like these things are mutually exclusive. <laughs> exactly. There's no hostage deal. You want to take it on the arches. Good luck to you in your future endeavors. Find somebody who like, like uh, Hank Williams said, fight somebody who likes to be slapped. Speaking of which, I get the announcement that Stanton LeVay, Anton LeVay's son slash grandson, that's from him, that he believes his mother was raped by Anton LeVay and gave birth to him when she was 13 or 14, making him Anton LeVay's son and grandson. That Anton, that Stanton uh, died. Now I've been looking for some independent press verification, and I haven't seen any. 
Um, there is a funeral parlor where supposedly his body was interred and there was some kind of ceremony, but this was not open for the public. I don't know why I don't think that he's not dead, but I feel like he's not dead. And then I immediately start getting text and tweets and uh, DMs from his wife uh, asking me to pull down the interview with him. At first, it was because Marilyn Manson uh, was looking at some serious jail time for the Me Too problems he got into, which are referenced in the in the Substack interview that I do with Stanton. So the wife apparently was worried that he would get drawn into that. And then it became a personal thing, like other parents at the school were ostracizing them. And I'm like, listen, listen, if other parents at the school are like, we can't hang out with those fucking Satanists because when Stanton was 25, he had a threesome with Marilyn Manson. I, I think you're missing the point. I think we could just stop with Satanist. You do know who you married. The, the fact that the guy had an interesting celebrity filled, fun filled sex uh, and drugs, uh, a few lifestyle, it should be. This is expected with this attempt to sanitize it for what your kids is this kids supposed to lean on me to hit the, so i just had to block them all it's like you guys have been in my life for a long time and contributed jack shit stop bugging me i gave the guy some press you would right when you were starting the new satanic church baphomet uh, you know what everything else your problem your problem it started with his ex-wife, not really his ex-wife, his common-law ex-wife, not really his common-law ex-wife. Uh, this is another woman complaining about a piece that he wrote for me. Well, she wrote the piece. Then he complained about her piece. And I said, well, I'll publish your answer piece. Published his piece. This is at Ozzy. And then she said, I'm angry with you because you're aiding and abetting an abuser. This is all I propose the show. This is what the show is about. And and I said, I'll give you guys, you guys can attack each other in via article from, a, and then she eventually tapped out and then Stanton did some pieces about hanging out with Hank. Well, you know, whatever other pieces that he, that he wrote for me, you know, the possible revelation of who the Zodiac killer was. He did three or four pieces for me. And then he did, yeah, no good deed. And then he did the piece that, with the Substack, five easy pieces. Which since since uh, 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 Wong Duty killed the live five, I will be redoing five easy pieces sometime soon. So far, we've had Thurston Moore, we've had Steve Albini, uh, we've had Stanton Levey, we've had Jim Goad, we had Lydia Lunch, and uh, ah, yeah, damn it, my crotch is killing me. Start talking about Stanton, and my testes start hurting. Oh, he's from I'm from beyond the grave. So, um. So I'm supposed to, at first it was like, I said, I'm not going to pull this stuff out. You got to replace it with something. He goes, I got better stories. I got better stories, more celebrity hijinks, hanging out with naming these celebrities that I use with no other, maybe I don't even know, you know, because he generationally, he's younger than I am. He's like 42 or something. I said, great. I mean, there's all this promise and stuff. If you do this, then we'll do this. That's the bad, shitty way to negotiate with me. Here, Eugene, here's the new shit. Can you use this instead? That works. I can read it and go, oh, this is great. Sure, I'll do it. But asking me to do something for you first, get the fuck out. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You're under the mistaken impression that I'm a nice guy. If I'm the best friend you have, you're in big trouble. Take that. You're my kids in school. Kids. Kids. 
In their case, the kids are really kids. They're under 10 years old. But uh, the whole satanic thing might be causing you guys social problems over the fact that he had a couple parties with Marilyn Manson, who was just acquitted, by the way. Am I willing to accept the fact that Manson, Marilyn Manson was acquitted? I've never been a Marilyn Manson fan myself anyway. But am I willing to accept it in the same way that I'm willing to accept that Mike Tyson has served, has served his debt to society? <laughs> you mean, oh man, you mean, wow, Doug, I do. No, I don't. I, I think I do have a Doug story. Uh, um, I think I really do. What was Doug's other band before uh, Chromags? I think I, I think I really do. I, I can't remember. It's 260 pages of his memoir, but I think I'm pretty sure that I do have a Doug story in there, in there. Uh, pre pre Chromax, his other band. Ah, oh, goddamn it! I can't remember. Come on, you should think of it. Do not let this show end before you've told me what Doug's band was. It's now slipping my mind. It's it was they were prefigured to be like huge for a period of time. Um, anyway, some of you will figure it out, or I'll figure it out when the show's over. I can't. I don't have time now. So, uh, um, so, uh. No, 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 no. This is different, different. I don't know. Is it the same, same, same judge? Um, no, not a veil. No, 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 no. Ah, okay, that's now you got me. Now we got to do this. Now we'll make the show go a little bit longer. Sorry, you're gonna have to watch me do this because now, uh, and now I'm going. I'm gonna go nuts. Uh, Doug. Uh, I mean, you guys could do this too while I'm doing the show. Doug from, or I could just text Harley right now and see what he he says. Uh, I, it's right on the it's right on the tip of my head, tongue here. I, I bet I find it before you do. It's Doug Holland. It wasn't Doug Crosby. First, that's why one of the reasons I was bamboozled. Doug Holland. Uh, what was his first band? Uh, Kraut. Kraut. I beat you to it. How could I beat you guys to that? <laughs> Uh, if Doug Crosby was hanging out with the Crow Mags, the, the judge, I don't know. This is the first I've heard of it. So the fact that that the bald one, very soon after I've said on uh, If the Shoes Fit, I declared the Trump the Trumpian methodology of digging in and, th- and nose-thumbing as failing. It's failing him. Judges are throwing out his cases, his challenges, and censoring him left and right. You know, I'll sue. I'll do. I'll throw you. You know, and yeah, I do have a Seth MacFarlane story, but I don't think it's in the it's in the memoir because sorry, people on SoundCloud, I'm responding to comments, um, which you can't see. Uh, Seth MacFarlane has to do with Skull Game, and Skull Game didn't come along until well after I was 27. So the book goes from birth to 27. Um. So. So. Um. Uh, so I've said this is this way. It's not working for Trump. It's not working for it didn't work it for Madison Cawthorn. It didn't work for any of these cats. And Santos is trying to do it. He he. The only reason he was there is because they needed that vote. And now that they got the vote, McCarthy is not pulling packet. Uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy. Nobody's backing Santos's play. He's done. He's toast. Doesn't know it yet. He's dead. No, no, no. Seth MacFarlane just did an interview. Was, you know we. It was like, like I tell you, it was like a porn review site. It wasn't 
porn, you know, he's a funny guy. We could interview funny guys and he wanted to do it. So he's glad to do it. A guy named Nikki Balls did the interview. How do you like it? I gave everybody their nicknames. It was his real name is not Nikki Balls. It's Nick Blakey from Boston, but uh, which I'm sure he'd be glad to have, you know, <laughs> but uh, his his uh, his gnome to skull game was Nikki Balls. I I love those. I love those. <laughs> I love. I love. Yeah, yeah. He's a Jewish. I love the big names. I get one of our female writers, Hotbox. <laughs> she, she goes, "What's Hotbox be?" Which made me laugh even harder and harder, harder. You know, Italian Sal, Hotbox, Judge Roy Bean, a Flying Dutchman, uh, Steely Dan, uh, uh, and, and my uh, gnome the skull game, Vinnie Rose. Uh, yeah, I, they, Jimmy Israel. I think your name was Jimmy Is or Jimmy Image. I don't remember, man. Uh, <laughs> uh so anyway, uh, uh, the bald one is digging in on this. ESPN and 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 Endeavor are hiding. Ari Emanuel hasn't been hasn't been anywhere to be seen. Um, but a couple of things give me hope here. One is that. Endeavor is now a publicly traded company, right? So technically, I could go out and buy a, a sh- couple of shares, a stock uh, of in, in that company, and this would allow me to speak at the shareholders' meetings um, in a very public way. Um, and after reading Jamal Hill and you know checking out the Mermaid Ariel Hawani's uh, deal, um, Divine thought. I'm sorry. I have to still have to read your piece. I haven't had a chance. Things have been kind of scattered over this away. I will read it as soon as the show's over. I think, uh, and you know, I'm gonna. I got. I got nothing to lose, officer. Says Jeff Gluley. Come on over. I got nothing to lose here. I got to make this place a place I can stand to be until August. So fuck it. Because what we're talking about right now is zero punishment. He's given nothing. He didn't give what he'd have to give to make this uh, Jones and Ganu fight. He hasn't been there. What he's given up is his reputation. What fucking reputation do you have, you whoremongering piece of shit? What reputation did you have? What people are out there thinking, oh, my God, the bald one is not the man we thought he was. He, Like Denny Green once said, he's exactly who we thought he was. Come on. It's not like we ever thought that he was beating his wife. But if somebody said Dana, the, the bald one beats his wife, you'd go, yeah. Yeah. Now, you take a guy like uh, Michael Chandler or or who is the other cat, Poirier, and you said that guy beats his wife. Now you'd be a little surprised. They just don't seem like it. Man, oh, man. So I, I am disgusted. I'm disgusted with the red light district of sports. I'm disgusted with some of the fighters who are admittedly picking up the rock. Go back to Empires of the Sun if you don't understand that reference. I got you. Jump out of the car. You pick up the rock. I got you. You got to do what you got to do. But it means I know that the vast majority of fighters are barreled. They're not in a position to not be barreled. They are barreled. And even the ones who are in a position to not be barreled are now barreled. And I was speaking to Johnny, Johnny Boney Joni, as well as uh, 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 accused anal rapist and, and now gay for pay fellow uh, Connor McNuggets. 
There's no, in other words, in other words, there's nobody to save us. How's that feel? Towering Inferno, Titanic, Schindler's List, nobody to save us. Nobody, no, nobody. We're stuck. We're trapped. So, maybe you should check out the Look What You Made Me Do substack. Forward it. Actually, I suggest if you're still on the Twitter machine that you forward it to the bald one as often as you like or endeavor maybe even more effectively. Or if you really think it outside the box, send it to either the Emmanuel brothers. Monday at noon, what happens? This week, you get uh, Care Don't Care. No uh, Bad Boss Brief this week. That's next week. And then Tuesday, you got a uh, you got If the Shoes Fit. Then that Saturday, there's a fight on which I think I have five cares to Shara and Hill. I wouldn't pick Hill if you had a gun to my head now. So I picked to Shara. Spoiler alert. Saturday, uh, I will be filming my sea captain thing. And then probably Monday, I will shave because we have a, a, a second day of pickup Sunday. Nah, we all picked. We all we all picked. Uh, we all picked Tashera. Uh, uh, Nash did for uh, old guy reasons, and uh, and I was on board. I, I I was a bridge between uh, uh, John and Steph because I picked him for old guy reasons as well as hating on Hill for uh, uh, being in support of wife beating. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? If you think in your job, I'm talking to evil business, if you think in your job that they will let you get away with it, and people think I'm, that this is grown out of some weird, they suspect, they smell cancel culture, that this is of some political career. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that, uh, go back to Deadwood on this one, yanked in his muscle, and I don't like muscle. Only reason this guy is not facing the same music that the rest of us would face is because of muscle. And that's it. And I hate the face of that. I hate the way it looks. I hate the way it smells. I hate the way it walks and the way it talks. I want accountability. At least give me that face of that. Otherwise, I keep thinking of Bastille Day. Go back to the history books for that. Bastille Day, when the tumbrils were rolling and the heads were dropping. We got two laws here. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of heavy people depend on me, man. You know what? Tim Cook would go on a six-month vacation. My Apple stock would do just fine. That's right. This is dead. How many? How Listen, he he shit canned the Fedor Randy Couture thing. He shit canned the Johnny Boney Joni and and and, and, and then thing. And he shit canned uh, uh, Nate uh, Nick Diaz's the latter portion of his career where there could have been a lot of fights. Um, the guy is a sport killer. And it's all premised on this idea of, you know, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. I'm the 800-pound gorilla. Fuck you. Yeah, you know what? No, fuck you. Fuck you. And on that note, on that note, 
And on that note, I'm going to end the show. Version number two, a four, a five of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. Go to the Substack. No more commercials on this show, but you know what that means. Anyway, we'll see you soon. Try not to die between now and next week. The kid is still sleeping, so I got to sign off quietly. Look what you made me do!